Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Retail Initiative, the podcast for retail entrepreneurs to learn, grow, and be inspired. I've been super stoked since we decided to um, relaunch the podcast and put out some new material um, and shift directions away from doing like really long-form interviews with other retailers, although I love doing that. We're, we're still going to be giving some of that out and, and putting some of that out there. Um, but instead, like how can we give you um, tidbits, uh, you know, pieces of advice that we get to solve with our clients, but instead of having to pay us thousands and thousands of dollars, um, you can get that for free. And so let's just dive into it. Gosh, I connected with this retailer, oh gosh, when was that? It was maybe like a few weeks ago. And they have a brick and mortar store and they had launched a website. And for the life of them, they could not figure out like why were online sales not growing. Um, I don't know if you've ever felt that, but we get to talk to a lot of people who struggle so much with growing their online sales. You know, they they put a bunch of money into it. They hire a design firm. They integrate it with their point of sale. They do all the right things. They check the boxes and they launch. Maybe they buy some Facebook ads, whatever, and it just falls flat. And that's gosh, like what a frustrating thing, right? You know, I know when I put my energy into something and my resources into it and that it doesn't work like I want it to, um, that's beyond disappointing. And like, I, I feel for, I feel for her um, when she's telling me this and we went to her website and it, I mean, it was a pretty website, um, but here was the thing with it. So like the, on the main, you know, like that big image across the top of the website, um, it was a picture of her story and it rotated through and there was like pictures of people in their store smiling and um, all these things that were centered around her store and then there was ways to navigate to the various products. That's where things became pretty clear as to why it wasn't successful and that's what I want to talk about today is this idea that like what exactly is your brand? So hear me here. Um, when, when I say, what is your brand? A lot of you are like, Oh yeah, it's my logo, my fonts. Um, maybe you're even going to take that a step further and be like, Oh, it's a voice that we have. And all of those things are good. And all of those things are true. Um, but I think functionally, if you're honest, for those of you that have brick and mortar stores, I think a lot of you would say that your brand is centered around your store. That is really the heart of the business is the store and everything needs to point to the store. And that's the way they built their website was, you know, like if you had this wheel at the center of it was the brick and mortar store and then the spokes that came out of it, one would go to a web store, the other would go to their social channels, the other would go to their events, you name it, whatever it was, everything came from the brick and mortar store. And I think that there's a better way to go about it. Um, so a few years ago, we worked with someone who did this idea super, super well. It was a brick and mortar store who launched online. Um, and here's what was really unique about it was the, the website looked nothing like the store from like a picture standpoint, there, there wasn't like any distinct connection. Like her website pointed to her store and you could find out where to get there and you could do in-store pickup, all that cool stuff. Um, but when I like pulled back and I thought about it, the experience that you would have shopping on this website felt 
like the exact same experience you would have shopping in their store. A few months ago, I was in Denver for a project, and I went into this really cool outdoor store. If you, if we've never met, I'm honestly terrible when it comes to fashion. Like half of the year, I could wear a Patagonia vest literally every day. Like I'm that guy. I don't do it on top of a dress shirt, um, so I'm not that guy, but I do wear a Patagonia vest a ton. So I love outdoor stores that kind of feel like they could also be in Nordstrom. It's a weird deal. Um, anyway, I go into the store, and I have such an amazing experience. Experience. Like, I walk in and all the signs, all the pictures, all the products literally were like the lifestyle that I want. Like, all the dudes working there were like, man, I wish I could be you. I wish, like, this, I wish this was my life. And gosh, I had such a good experience. I bought a few things and there was one thing that they're like, oh yeah, we're going to get this restocked. Um, you can get it online. And I get home to Houston and a few weeks later I go online and they do have the product. But what was crazy was like the experience from the store to the website was so night and day different. Now the brand was the same, the colors were the same, the voice was the same, but the experience was different. So what do you do with that? Like how, do you, how do you turn that into something that's actually useful? Um, and so I created this idea, I call it like the retail identity blueprint. Um, we do like webinars or whatever about it. Um, but it's this idea that if you were to view your brand, instead of seeing it like your store and then everything come out of that, um, we need to focus on actually creating two people like humans, um, you have your customer first and foremost. You have your customer that has a name, an age, an income, interest, challenges, fears, hobbies, all these things. It's your perfect customer. There's not 10 of them, there's one of them. We need to identify who is that one person and then who, who is your brand. If we had to give them a name, we had to give them an age, we had to give them fears and interests and imperfections and nuance and all these things that make up who your brand would be as a person. Now, how would those two interact with one another? And if you know your brand is someone that can come alongside your perfect customer and help them in whatever way that is, like how would we offer that? Maybe you're a clothing store and that's the way that you can offer a sense of beauty that like no matter what you look like with some of the stuff like you are beautiful and we're going to help you expose that beauty that you already have or maybe it's confidence or maybe it's maybe it's being the best of their friend group whatever whatever it is that you're solving you have a voice that can come out of that and we we then can start to create a brand around the person that is your store and out of that brand voice comes your brick and mortar store and then it comes out of your web store and then it comes out of your social channels and your events and so on and so forth. The center is the feeling, the brand, the relationship that your brand has with the customer. And then out of that comes your various channels. So regardless of where the brand is, it still has a similar feel. And that doesn't mean that it's the exact same everywhere. Like if you put me with my wife, my high school buddies, my in-laws, my parents, and my colleagues, like they're all me and I still have a similar voice and a similar feel, but I'm a little bit different with all of those groups and your brand is no different. So when you're on Instagram versus LinkedIn versus your website versus your store, there's nuance and there's ways that that's gonna look a little bit different, but there still is a consistent feel that you've created.
So the biggest takeaway is you know, move away from seeing your store as the center of everything and instead shift to view your brand as the center of your business. That, that brand voice is everything and then out of that will come your sales channels. And I think that if this is implemented correctly for most brick and mortar retailers, this is one of the biggest secrets to success and taking your success online. Um, we'll be doing some more episodes down the road about how brick and mortar retailers can succeed online. It's something that I'm super passionate about. Um, so thank you for listening. Um, I, gosh, I'm recording this like at 1.45 in the afternoon, so I have a super busy day ahead. But yeah, thank you for listening and we will catch you next time. Next time. Bye.